0: Hi, and welcome to the Sit Down with Suzanne podcast. I am your host, Suzanne. And this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about practicing self care. So often, we spend a lot of time trying to be everything for everyone, and we end up losing who we are. And, you know, this episode was inspired by just a lot of people in my life right now just feeling burnt out and run down, both in their personal and professional lives because they're just doing so much for others and sometimes doing so much for themselves. So I want to dive into the topic a little bit because I've certainly been there before where I felt like I needed to save everyone. I felt like I had to fill my days with so many different activities and what was happening. It was just taking away so much from me. So I'm going to talk about that episode. I'm very excited about this episode because I I really and truly believe that it can help someone, and based on you know what's happening in my life, what's happening in the people that I know their lives, what's happening in society, I do think that it is very relevant and it's a conversation that we need to have. So my daughter Sarah Jessica, I've talked about her a few times on the podcast. She is so amazing in singing. She is an incredible singer. And she did a little jingle for me. So, my brand is Positively Suzanne. So, if you follow me on social media, I am on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube as Positively Suzanne. And I do post daily affirmations and positivity pop, which I call P-pop for short, about 59 seconds long, um, just encouraging and helping others. So she did a little jingle, which I'm going to play before the start of the show. And she's working on a jingle for the sit down with Suzanne podcast. But for now, I'm going to play the jingle she wrote for me for Positively Suzanne. Ben, ben, ben pom 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 So that was the Positively Susie and Jingle by my very own daughter, Sarah Jessica, and um, my other daughter, Sophia Grace, wanted to do another jingle. So we will get the results of that soon. Um, You know, I... I'm very proud of my kids. I talk about them often because I do believe that we should let our kids know that we're proud of them and encourage them to do, you know, what they want to do. And maybe I do have a mother's ears where, you know, I think she's incredible and it sounds amazing, which I really, really truly do. Um, but you know, I just want to encourage you to encourage your kids. Um, you know, for the past couple of weeks doing the show, I have been answering questions from, you know, my fans. So, you know, you can reach out to me at Suzanne at PositivelySuzanne.com, just send me an email with any of your questions, things like that. I could certainly reach out to you via um, email. I can call you on the phone if that's something that you prefer, but um, I've been answering questions. I've been doing one or two this week, I'm actually going to do only one question and it's, it's funny, you know, a lot of people ask me, um, you know, about the podcast and the question I'm going to answer this week is why do I do the podcast and do I enjoy doing the podcast? So it's two questions actually, but I'm still going to wrap it up into one. So why do I do the podcast and do I enjoy doing the podcast? Um, I started the podcast for many reasons. And if you had listened to my earlier shows, you know, you'd find out how it came about with me starting the podcast. but. I think the opportunity to reach many different people, um different cultures, different age group and you know talk about things that's relevant, talk about things that is happening in our society, talk about things that some of us are perhaps struggling with or others are struggling with and you know just giving a voice to that and uh, you know not being an expert but being human And I think that's why I... Call the show, Sit Down with Suzanne, because I want it to be like a conversation you're sitting down to have with a loved one, a trusted friend or family member or a peer or a mentor, somebody that you can come to and ask for guidance. And, you know, they'll give you advice without judging. And, you know, you can talk about anything that is happening in your life. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I do the show and I do enjoy doing it. I do enjoy the different topics every week. I do enjoy the the different questions that I'm asked. And, you know, whenever I go somewhere and somebody tells me that they listen to my show or that the show helped them, I I get a really great feeling not because of, what I've done, but because it touched somebody, um, you know, because it helped somebody. And that is the goal to help as many people as I can. You know, one of the episodes I did, I talked about, you know, mental health and how it affects us. And especially in the African American community, where we don't talk about it as much. And I know that we are talking about it more and also being from the Caribbean where we don't, acknowledge it and actually was with my sister. Um, I have a younger sister, Alicia. I was with her this week and we we're talking about the podcast and just talking about mental health in the Caribbean community and how it's something that's not acknowledged. Um, as, as it should be. And, you know, when I was growing up, it was not something that was acknowledged. So just being able to have these conversations, um, with different people. And as I have different guests, I want to shed light on different topics and things like that. So mental health is an issue, you know, mentoring, um, you know, sexual abuse survivors, domestic violence survivors, things like that. I want to hear things that's happening that's relevant. Um, You know, everything I stand for, it's about positivity. It's about making things positive, putting a positive spin on something. And regardless what you've going through, you know, you've survived, you have, you know, made it. And I'm excited Um, because like I said, it's helping others. You know, a couple of, of upcoming episodes that I have that, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to share with you guys. I was able to sit down and speak with somebody who is the ed, head of a mentoring program at a college, at a local college, Quinn Sigmund Community College. I spoke with Gabe Satner, who is the head of the mentoring program. So I was very, uh, I don't want to say excited because I do say that word a lot, but I get excited, you know? Um, But it was very nice to have that conversation with him about it. And it was able to... Um, just talk about how mentees get involved, how mentors get involved, and how companies can get involved. So I can't wait to share that conversation. I have another conversation that I'll be sharing soon with a cop in New Jersey, and he's just going to be talking about being a police officer in this time, you know, in a time of Black Lives Matters, in a time where police brutality to men of color and women of color is at an all-time high, and things like that. So you know, like I said, those are the conversations I want. Want to have. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can certainly reach out to me. Um, but you know, the, you gotta be positive. That's the thing, regardless of what you're going through, I definitely want to give people hope. And my motto, my brand, the tenants of my brand is inspire, motivate, and empower. So that's what I hope to get. Um, It's funny. My husband says to me the other day, so ladies, I know you guys say that sometimes your husband doesn't listen, but get yourself a podcast because they do listen. Sometimes it might come back to bite you, but my husband said to me the other day, that is not a short story. So at one of my podcasts, I had said, you know, a short story, but yeah, anyway, I'm not known for short stories, right? A professor had said to me once that I was quite verbose, which means that I have the gift of gab. I am certainly a talker. So, hey, hence me having a podcast, but, you know, um, just listen to the show a couple of exciting episodes coming up and I am encouraging you to not only listen, but to spread the word because I do know that um, there's an episode that's going to help someone. So um, I've answered that question. Thank you for that. Um, I'm excited about the upcoming show. So I'll be sharing those pretty soon. And one of the things that I have said, because, you know, I got a lot of things that I am doing and I'm going to address this further down in the show, but I'm going to, I know I've changed the dates a few times when new episodes are launched and I'm working on the right day. Um, what works for me in terms of recording the episode what works for me in terms of releasing the episode um just in times for editing and things like that so right now I am shooting for Fridays um it's it's gone between Fridays and Sundays but I'm hoping that um, by Friday mornings at least I'll have a new episode all right and also i need your help so my family and i go on vacation every year we go to a different country every year and we have done a lot of the caribbean islands we've done punta cana several times we've done mexico a few times uh we've done aruba we've done brazil a few times and um we've done jamaica um, last year we went to Barbados. No, not Barbados. We went to the Bahamas and we had a really great time. And of course that was before the devastating hurricane. It was like a week later when we came back, they had the hurricane. So I still prayed for the people of um, the Bahamas and you know, pray that they're getting the help. But I would love for you guys to send me ideas of places that you've gone, that you've visited, that you had a really great time and because I'm already thinking of my 2020 vacation. So go ahead and send. I mean, I've gotten some feedback about Turks and Caicos. So, you know, that's on the list. Bermuda's on the list. Uh, Barbados is on the list. I know I want to go through all the Caribbean places. And of course, a European trip is on the list. So just tons, tons to do. All right. So go ahead and send that to me. So this week's episode, um, I wanted to talk about something that, you know, we as women do and, you know, especially black women, I'm really, truly speaking to you. Um, we believe that we need to be everything for everyone. We want to be the savior for everyone and we fill our lives with doing something for everyone, just being A mother, a wife, a daughter, a sister, a friend, an employee, an employer, a therapist, a financial advisor, and we give so much of ourselves that there is nothing left. And we feel that if we do something that's self care, you know, like just taking a day and not answering your phone and just relaxing, whether you go to a spa, whether you just stay home and watch lifetime movies all day long, you feel selfish. that you're letting everybody down. And, but what happens is that you get burnt out. And here's the thing. And this is one of the things I had posted on my social media site a few months ago. If you try to be everything for everyone, you'll end up being nothing to no one because it's simply impossible. You cannot be everything for everyone. And, um, It could be something from our younger days, um, you know, when we were kids growing up, because I know that our parents had very high expectation of us, especially, you know, coming from the Caribbean. There are certain things that we needed to do. You know, we took care of the younger ones and, you know, help. We helped our mother and our father. We got good grades in school. We took care of the chores at home and things like that. And, you know, as we got older, it was the same thing. We went to high school, we helped with our friends and, you know, you're just doing so much. And you feel like if you say no, that you're letting people down, but I have found as I got older, and this was something that I had to learn because there was a point in my life where I felt that I couldn't let anybody down. You know, if they needed financial advice, I'm giving it to them. If they needed financial assistance, I'm giving it to them. If they need anything, I'm giving it to them to the point that. I was sacrificing my personal time to the point that I actually was sacrificing my family um, to help somebody else. And I had to stop and take stock and say, okay, I need to breathe. I need to say no. And saying no, is not being selfish, but saying no is understanding that you can't be everything for everyone. I will tell you that, you know, when I started to say no, um, I did get a lot of pushback from folks. Um, you know, the people that were so used to you. Dropping everything and coming to their aid and assistance, they feel offended. And, you know, when you say no, they get upset and they just don't understand how you could say no to them. So, and I mean, not everyone is like that. And it's not even a bad thing. It's just that you created this thing, you created this idea that you'll drop everything for them. So they got used to it. So it's a re education, right? You have to condition yourself. And then you have to teach them that, no, I'm going to say, no, I cannot do everything. And, you know, one of the great things too, is like when you help people, you have to help them to help themselves. You know, there's that saying that says, if you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. But if you teach him to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. I mean, it's an old cliche, but it's something that you're going to have to get used to. So when you're helping somebody, think of how you can empower them to help themselves so that perhaps in the future, instead of picking up the phone and panicking and calling you, you know, the minute something arise, they can fix it themselves. And, you know, that's very important. Like I said, it was a very hard lesson for me to learn, but it was a lesson that I had to learn. I had to learn that self-care is important. I had to learn that taking time for me is okay. And, you know, I took time for me, but if I had planned to do something for myself and somebody called me and said they needed me, I would drop what I was doing for myself and I would do this thing for the other person. And if it's a life and death situation or something that's urgent, absolutely, you know, you should do it. But I used to go on a lot of dates by myself to the movies. I loved it. You know, I would go to a magazine store, grab a magazine, read it, you know, have a cup of tea. I was never a coffee drinker and go to the movies and things like that. But And that was important. That was my me time. But if somebody needed me, I dropped what I was doing and I did. And I, um, never went back to doing that. But you know, what it taught me was that I was saying that everybody else's time was more important than my own. And I got burnt out and I was lucky that I was able to recognize the signs that I was headed to being very burnt out and I don't want to be stressed out. So I had to stop and turn around and do things differently. And like I said, I did have some hurt feelings, but I think at this point in my life, I think everybody understands that I am going to be there for them, but I'm also going to be there for me. So I'm also going to prioritize different things in my life. So, you know, spending time with my husband, spending time with my kids, spending time with my husband and kids, spending time with my siblings, spending time with my, you know, my mom. I lost my dad last year and, you know. I try not to live life with regrets, but there were many instances that I could have spent time with him. But because my dad lived with me, I always assumed that he'd be there. So I would leave and go and do things because he's right downstairs. I can spend time with him anytime that I wanted. And I remember last year, you know, making a pledge to my dad that, you know, next summer, Because summer 2018, I was very busy and I had made a pledge to my dad um, in very early of October of last year that, you know, next summer, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to take you here. I'm going to take you to the beach and things like that. And, you know, he passed away suddenly less than two weeks later. And I will never have that opportunity to do that again. So I've learned to spend times with those I love, even the ones that are next to me. And I think that, you know, well, they're always here. They're always going to be here. Life is too precious. Life is too short. Just make the time and do the things with the ones that you love. And if you're getting pushback from people who you used to do everything for, and then all of a sudden you're not doing everything for them, and they feel that you should, well, you can have a conversation. But I think somebody who truly cares about you will understand. Um, I've been talking to a few people. And, you know, one of the things they're saying to me, it's just like, they're tired, they're overwhelmed, they're burnt out, they're stressed out. And when we dug into it, when we got to the root cause, you know, they realized that it's because they were just doing everything for everybody else and not taking a moment, not even five minutes for themselves to do something for themselves. And just trying to get them to step back and wean some people off them, like just wean and not feeling guilty because as women, as black women, you know, we feel like we're the caretaker, we're the savior. Um, we have to do everything for everyone and we get that guilt whenever we can't do it, you know, and we feel like they're going to think less of us, but you know what though? you got to stop worrying about what others think about you. You you just can't because you can give somebody every single thing and say yes all the time. And the minute you say no one time, then they'll feel like, you know, you're not there to support them. But you have to, you absolutely have to. And I think that somebody who truly cares about you, you can sit down and have that conversation with them. And you know, it may take a few times to have that conversation before they can um, completely grasp that concept, but you got to go ahead and have that conversation. You're too important. Your life is too important. Your self, you know, care is too important. So I'm going to encourage you to find something that you enjoy doing and do it. Find something that gives you peace, that gives you calm and do it and stop trying to be everything for everyone else. It is impossible. I am telling you that. It's not a word that I use often, but it is impossible to be everything for everyone without losing who you are. And here's another thing I want to talk to you about, being busy versus being productive we're in a fast-paced society. We're busy. We have a lot to do. We have a lot to accomplish, whether it's work, home, school, kids, husband. I want you to stop and take stock and assess the things that are taking up your day, the business that you're experiencing. Is it truly busy? Is it not busy? Is it truly productive? Are are there things that you can eliminate? What are some of the things that you're doing right now that, you know, you don't need to do? You know, back in the day, people used to be impressed with, you know, somebody who is busy, like, oh, they're so busy. What does that mean? Somebody says, I'm so busy. I get it. I am busy. I have so much that I'm doing. But what I've been trying to do lately, and what I've been doing for the past couple of years, is to be very mindful of my time and ensure that the things that are taking up my time are things that I actually wanted to do. So I've been saying no to people and things, and you know my friends will joke at me and says, "Okay, how many hours are in your day?" Because there's twenty four hours in the day, and like I feel like you're awake all of them. And yeah, I'm sure there's still some things in my life that I can eliminate, and I'm taking on new things but each thing I take on I feel complements something else and it's pushing me to my goals and my dreams and my ambition and where I want to go and I've certainly eliminated some things in my life that I feel are just busy work I've also separated myself from people in my life that I feel that are not seeking growth that are not trying to get to the level where they can be an asset or a blessing or help to others. And, you know, I'm not a fan of negativity. There's just too much negativity in this world. And if you come around me, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be talking about positive things. And if you're going to be consistently negative, I think eventually we're just going to pull apart from each other because you're going to realize that Either you come over to the positive side or you need to step away. And sometimes when people like that leave your life, don't be upset about it. I believe that it is God working and God showing you that where he's trying to push you, the negativity is not necessary there. And you know, God is all about love and I believe in loving people and I love people, but you can love them from afar because not everything that they say and do and all the negativity you want around you all the time. So it's okay to separate from others. It's okay to move away, wish them well, pray for them, acknowledge them, greet them, but you don't have to hang out with them and you don't have to be surrounded by them. So like I mentioned, um, You know, for the past couple of years, I've been very mindful of the things that I do. I've been trying to eliminate the busyness. And a lot of my friends will say, you know, you're so busy. And I said, I get it. I am. But I'm also productive um, because I feel like I'm accomplishing something with each thing that I do. And I want to encourage you to do that. Eliminate what's not productive. Eliminate the busy work. And if you're so busy that you can't spend time with loved ones, figure it out. Life is too short. Figure it out. Um, Eliminate what needs to be eliminated. If you don't need to do it, don't, you know, don't do it. Eliminate some of the steps. Sometimes we do these elaborate things that are unnecessary and it benefits no one, especially you. So if you have to eliminate that, go ahead and eliminate that. You know, a few years ago, Um, There was a show that I was watching, and I won't mention the name because I don't want to sway anybody either way, that it just stopped being enjoying. And I, I no longer enjoyed it, but I kept watching it because I was used to it. I'm like, oh, I'll just watch it anyway. But then... One day I realized I was like, no, I'm wasting my time. This show brought no value to me, no enjoyment. I just wasn't enjoying it. So I stopped doing it. So it's a simple thing like that. It doesn't have to be a big monumental change. It's something simple like that. Uh, You know, a half an hour comedy you're watching, I mean, after commercials, 22 minutes, right? But if you don't find it funny, why watch? And those were just some of the things that I had to do that I had to eliminate. And I want you to think about your life. What do you need to eliminate? What is busy versus productive? When is the last time you spend time with yourself doing something that you enjoy? When is the last time you spend time with a loved one doing something that you enjoy? And women, females, warriors, sisters, Black women conquerors, I'm going to ask you to let go of this feeling that you have to be everything for everyone. I know we have the maternal role, we have the mother role, but not even for your kids can you be everything for everyone. Ask yourself, have you been feeling frustrated and tired and stressed out and you feel like you want to escape because you're just doing so much? Stop, take stock, prioritize, and eliminate the things that you don't need to do. Learn to say no. You don't have to say yes to everything. And yes, it might take some times for others to understand You know what you're doing and they might accuse you of being selfish at first, but the people that care about you will eventually understand why you need to do that, why you need to step away, because you'll get to the point where you'll have no choice but to step away because it, just, it will collapse and you'll just sit in the middle of a crowded room. So my, I always have this image, right? You know, I don't know if I've seen it on a TV show or something, but somebody's sitting in the middle of a room that is absolute chaos and you're just sitting there because you have nowhere to go. This is what I'm going to encourage you. And I used this with somebody the other day make the bed. Make the bed. What does this mean? So, if you're ever in a room, cleaning a room, and you know, this would happen to me a lot, like, cause I would go through and I said, I'm changing my closet and I'll take out all the clothes out of the closet and the shoes. And okay, yeah, I may have a little too much clothes and a little too much shoes. So I took all this out, right? And the room is an absolute mess because I'm rearranging clothes and shoes and jewelry and all of this. And I'm like, okay, where do I start? So I stopped and I made the bed. That simple act allowed me to then create a plan of where I was going to go next, that I could put this clothes, winter clothes and summer clothes and all that. So I call it my making the bed um, solution. Right. So make the bed. So I want you to stop right now, whatever you're doing. Well, if you're driving, don't stop in the middle of the highway, but I want you to stop and take stock of everything that you're doing in your life, every single thing that you have to do and make the bed. Find one thing, one point, fix that point or center it, focus it, whatever you have to do and start from there. And little by little, you will realize that some of the things that you don't need are easy to let go of. Because once you have that one spot that's neat and clean, you'll realize all of some of these things are clutter. When I made that bed, some of the things I saw, I realized, okay, All this paperwork that I had, a didn't need to go through it because these were my paperwork from high school. And as much it was great to get a 95 or 100 on a calculus or a geometry test, I really don't need it in my 30s or my 40s, right? So that made bed gave me clarity and I was able to eliminate all the other clutter. So that is my word for today. Make the bed, take stock, Make that one focal point clean and then figure out what you need to eliminate to get to the next levels. Ladies, I don't want to see you living stressed out, tired, Overwhelmed, ready to give up, not being the best of who you are. Because when you're stressed out in certain areas of your life, unfortunately, it seeps into other areas. So you're stressed out at work or wherever. Sometimes, you know, you bring it into your relationship with your spouse, you bring it into your relationship with your kids, and you're yelling at them for no reason. So eliminate the business, make the bed. Whatever you have to do to be less busy and more productive, and whatever you have to do to learn how to say no, if you have to listen to a few self help tapes, if you have to read a book, um, you know, go ahead and do that so you can learn to say no and you can learn to realize that you don't have to be everything for everyone. You cannot be everything for everyone, you'll learn that self-care is important and self-care is not selfish. So those things that you used to do that was just for you, um, you can still do it and it's not selfish. Whether it's getting a manicure or a pedicure, you know, or reading a book, you know, one of the things that I do sometimes I'll get so busy that and I have so much to do, and I, but I enjoy reading and I read a lot for school. So I'll just get a book. And lately I've been getting on my Kindle and just read even for half an hour or for an hour and it calms me, you know, it puts me at peace and then I'm able to go back. So whatever coping mechanism you need to develop, whatever coping mechanism you need to work with, go ahead and do it. And somebody who truly cares about you will respect your process, will respect your self-discovery, will respect your self-care because you need to be whole. You need to be healed. So stop trying to be everything for everyone. It is impossible. I'm telling you, it's impossible. Only Christ himself can do that. So you can't do it. I'm going to encourage you to don't try to do that. So that is the show for this week. Um, like I said, I wanted to talk to you guys about something that's been plaguing me lately in terms of, you know, advice I've been giving to others, you know, people that have been coming to me and just talking about being overwhelmed, stressed out, feeling underappreciated, undervalued. So these are some of the things and, you know, sometimes we do create these monsters. So the good news is it's something that can be fixed. The good news is, is that it doesn't make you selfish. The good news is that you can turn it around. So make the bed, figure out what you need to focus on. What can be a focus? What is just clutter that you can get away? Um, You can get away, uh, not get away, you can give away, you can throw away, you can stop doing. And let's focus on being productive versus being busy. Let's celebrate, you know, each other. Let's spend time with those that we love. Let's spend time with ourselves. and don't feel like a failure if you can't accomplish everything on your to-do list. You know what? If it helps, write your to-do list in pencil prioritize, put the more important things at the top and check it off as you go. And if you didn't get to everything, erase it and put it on the to-do list for the next day. Ladies, you are incredible. I absolutely, I am so glad to be a female, a black female, because I know that we're capable of amazing, incredible things, but we cannot accomplish all we can accomplish if we don't. First, take care of your, ourselves. So let's practice some self-care. And until the next show, this is Suzanne saying, tada, Suzanne signing off and Suzanne wishing you the best. All right. Don't forget, ladies, make the bed.